0: On the air at News Radio 1070 WKOK and online at WKOK.com. This is WKOK Sunrise. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Mr. Matt Catrillo's out there. I see him clackety clacking away this morning in the newsroom, remotely, of course, so we appreciate his help and hard work. And Rob Sanders, our fabulous producer, so we always appreciate his assistance every morning on WKOK. On the news line with us now, we're going to talk to Leanne Hess, who's Director of Laboratory Services at UPMC in North Central Pennsylvania. This may be the first time that. We spoke to one of the lab workers around here on the record, so we appreciate her calling in. Good morning, Leanne. Thanks for calling in today.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me on this morning.
0: I really do appreciate it. Uh, Boy, we are always here. We send things to the lab. We got a COVID test. It's at the lab. You know, know, we talk about you all the time, but we very rarely talk to you. So tell us, uh, when we're talking about a laboratory, what are we discussing? Are we in the hospital? Are we some big factory else out, out there? Describe the labs that are out there for us to talk about.
1: Sure, absolutely. So we are in many places. Um, I, for one, am in the hospital. So there are laboratories across all of our hospitals. Um, You could also work in a laboratory for the CDC, um, for the FBI. There are laboratories in chemical factories. There are many, many roles for someone who wants to go be a medical laboratory scientist or just a lab scientist in general. So we are kind of behind the scenes, and you don't always see us, but we're there.
0: Who are you? (laughs) Who are the people that work in these labs? I mean, uh, so are you uh, uh, trained as a nurse or a physician, or as a lab tech is the name we lay people use? Explain who's in the labs.
1: Yes, so there is a program uh, for medical laboratory scientists specifically, so most of our Um, Staff either have what's called a 3 plus 1 or a 4 plus 1, so they do go to undergraduate studies, whether it be chemistry or biology, Um, and then there is a clinical year, so that one year of clinical is spent in the program for MLS, which our UPMC Williamsport campus does have a program. And during that year, there is didactic lectures, there is specific hands-on training within the laboratory. So everything you need to know, you learn in that year, and then you are able to sit for an examination to become certified through the American Society of Clinical Pathology.
0: Now, for you and for some of your peers, explain this uh, mindset that you enjoy in the lab, you know, to look at all the things that need to be tested and all the uh, the various things that have to be conducted and to attack them and to work on them and to, you know, to expedite all that work. Tell us about uh, that feeling and that mindset.
1: Yes. So, um i'm one of those people early on i mean i was very investigative i like to problem solve and figure out um you know i i would watch those csi crime shows um and i found that really interesting so a lot of the folks that work with me we are problem solvers we like to um, take the facts that are presented and you know from the medical side we are helping physicians nurses uh, respiratory therapists they send us specimens and we're taking that problem solving ability and and um, you know using that knowledge to help give a diagnosis or treatment recommendations to a physician.
0: I know just enough about UPMC to know that the lab where you were primarily working in up until COVID is different from the one where all this COVID testing has taking place so set the scene for the COVID testing that was added on to all your work.
1: Yes, so we are um, averaging anywhere from 40 to 50 COVID tests run in our Williamsport facility a day. So being a 24-7 operation, that translates to about 250 to 350 specimens a week just COVID. And so uh, the COVID testing is part of our microbiology department, and it is a molecular test. So there's a lot of time spent receiving those swabs in, prepping specimens um, to actually run on the analyzer. So it has added some volume. It's added some complexity because, of course, we want to keep our workers safe with the appropriate PPE. So there's that added time of them prepping themselves to go in and work on these specimens. So it's really changed the dynamic of the lab um, in general, just because, you know, we've seen that added work of a different nature that we're not used to seeing not in a pandemic.
0: Now, tell us about the fact that uh, you're, you're doing all these uh, various tests, and how do you keep people safe? Sort of explain the best practices to keep lab techs safe.
1: Yeah, so traditional um, lab tech PPE prior to a pandemic is, you know, a a fluid-resistant lab coat, gloves, goggles, um, you know, and it's pretty much the same during a pandemic, but now we've added masks into play, and so, you know, we process all these specimens in a biological safety hood, which allows the um, air around the specimens to be vented through the hood. So it's changed slightly but we need to make sure they have that added layer of protection especially with um you know the goggles the fluid shield making sure that any type of way that they can acquire that respiratory virus is is covered so you know masks have become a a thing for us every day we're masked all the time um you know we have seen our fair share of COVID among our staff obviously just because we are in the the health setting but it's it's definitely, you know, a different environment from when I came in the laboratory almost 18 years ago, and things have changed.
0: Well, I now know how to do donning and doffing, so... <laughs> because I have been paying attention. I didn't even know what doffing meant until uh, yes. this past couple of years, but uh, I've seen several several demonstrations of it now and how to do it right and to pinch the glove and pull it off and so on. So, hey, I know it all. I've, I know just enough to be dangerous. Just well, uh, enough
1: to be dangerous, yes.
0: Right, yeah, just enough to do it wrong. Well, tell us about the people. There's a worker shortage everywhere in the world today, and I'm sure the laboratory is no exception. Tell us about uh, the shortage and the opportunities, I guess we should add that in.
1: Sure, absolutely. So, yes, as um, everyone else, we are seeing a shortage of workers. So we have actually started to see that shortage of technologists and medical lab sciences prior to the pandemic just because it's not a very, um, you know, well-known uh, profession. I will tell you, you know, I, I stumbled upon it in my sophomore year of college, that it was even an opportunity. And so we're doing a lot to get the word out on how rewarding the career is. Um, But we do face shortages. Um, We do have opportunities to bring in traveling techs, just like nurses have traveling nurses. And so that Um, place to our benefit. Um, We do have our program, as I mentioned, that takes four students a year, so we're really, um, you know, working our efforts with our affiliated universities like Bloomsburg University, Mansfield, um, places like that to try to get uh, students interested. We're actually looking at some opportunities with other folks to do um, internships with college students and really um, drive home the importance of the laboratory and you know just our traditional recruitment methods so um UPMC has virtual recruitment fairs we have done those where we've had a membership of our lab leadership team on the spot ready to do interviews for folks that might be interested and we're really just trying to showcase the rewarding work in the laboratory so that we can you know as we look to the future of healthcare laboratory scientists are much needed and so this will continue to be a trend that you know, healthcare will hire these folks, and so we just want to get the word out that it's a rewarding career. If you like to problem solve and you're very investigative, um, happy to have that conversation on how you can become involved. And it's never too late to go back for your clinical year and look at becoming a scientist with us.
0: All right, become a 3 plus 1. How about that? That's a, that's a good goal for some folks. Uh, what are the advantages of becoming a, a lab worker or scientist in, in the lab? What are the advantages and disadvantages? What do you tell folks?
1: Um, so I would say, you know, from the advantage standpoint, um, if you're interested in healthcare, care but you're maybe not someone who wants to be at the bedside taking care of patients, This provides you that rewarding um, satisfaction of being a member of the healthcare team without having to have that direct um, patient-to-patient interaction. Um, Some people, you know, don't want that patient-to-patient forward-facing role, so this allows you to be part of the medical field. Uh, Disadvantage, um, I don't know what I'd consider a disadvantage other than you do, um, like I said, need to go through a formal program. Uh, study hard. The exam is no joke, but it is a um, computerized examination, and you do find out pass or fail. So while the exam part and a lot of the studying and theory can be a little intimidating, in the end, it's all worth it.
0: Well, yeah, I've, I've heard of individuals—not specifically lab techs, but other individuals—taking these tests online and failing. And but uh, it's just—it's kind of you go, you roll with the punches, and you say, okay, well, there's you know, literally a thousand things you have to know. You knew 900, but the, the standard is higher. All right. Well, anything Absolutely. else you'd like to tell us about what I think is fascinating work? We'd love to see the lab up there sometime. So we'll have uh, our good friend Tyler Wagner get us uh, hooked up there. But in the meantime, uh, any. Anything else to add to our discussion?
1: Um, I think just that, you know, as folks hear this program, um, the end of April, we have National Medical Laboratory Professionals Week, and so as we move through to that week, you know, just Folks, remember that um, as you're looking at uh, patients in the hospital and your loved ones are there, it's the lab techs behind the scenes that are making sure that the diagnoses are going out and aiding the healthcare team. So you may not see us, but we're there doing everything we can for your loved ones.
0: Right, when you send it to the lab, it's not just a physical place, but it's uh, physical people. That uh, The lab is, is people. So, Well, thank you so much, Leanne. Thanks for all the information. Thanks for a glimpse behind the uh, glass door there, and uh, we very much appreciate the explanations of what's going on, and, and we'll talk more about this again in the future.
1: You're very welcome. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: That is uh, Leanne Hess, Director of Laboratory Services at UPMC in North Central Pennsylvania, talking about laboratories and a, uh, some sort of a laboratory or recruiting opportunity coming up, upmc.org, of course, a great place to get more information about that.